I used to do these cold open intros all the time where I would come on and say something that I thought was funny or creative, a little anecdote, and then just move right into the show. Now, the reason I'm doing that for this episode and may do it going forward, but mainly for this one, is because this episode turned out a bit different than the way that I had originally envisioned it. For those that are tuning in expecting to hear uh, Alexis Clayton, uh, there was a problem with the audio that her and I recorded, and I spoke to her on the phone earlier. We actually have revised some notes. I'll get into that later in the episode, but we got some things that uh, we're working on. She's got some things I should say that she's working on. She has a podcast coming out very soon, which I'll, again, I'll talk about later. But I want to say for those tuning in expecting to hear her on this one, um, I do apologize. I will be talking about what she's working on going forward after my interview with Tariq Smith, but just kind of want to get that out of the way up front. Uh, so without any further ado, it's time. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Nate. This is the Nate Show podcast. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Be sure to follow along on social media at the Nate Show on Facebook and at that's Nate Cox on Instagram. You can also ask Alexa or Siri to play the Nate Show podcast and she'll start playing it. How about that? So thank you for tuning in. Let's get to it. I'm actually joined on the Nate Show podcast. We're recording uh, live at the Main Street Theater today by my uh, my friend Tariq Smith. And um, if anyone's seen me on Facebook or anything doing acting gigs, he's actually kind of the reason I got into that. Um, I was going to the mall, going to a place I used to work, Fanatics 101, Johnson City, doing like a little birthday celebration thing. And he was in there. We struck up a conversation. Uh, he's working with the Stair Agency out of Clinton, Tennessee. Got me some gigs. So uh, if you want, just real quick, man, just go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I'm Tariq Smith, um, 24-year-old entrepreneur, um, just trying to make it happen in all aspects. So, yeah, we we, uh, we met like talking about the acting stuff, but I, outside of that, what kind of other stuff? Have, what's in your background and what kind of stuff are you doing currently? Um, my background, um, I was real athletic. Basketball is what I really played. Um, it's what I came to ETSU for. Yep. Um, was originally to try to walk on the team. Um, that didn't end up working out. Got um, ended up getting hurt, injured, um, messed my shoulder up. So then I got into um, more fitness oriented stuff, um, working out, um, got into acting, modeling, things like that. So that's really what I'm on now. It's just um, pushing my brand, um, modeling, acting, fitness. And you talk, you were talking about pushing your brand. I'm all for promoting stuff on here. Then you've actually, you're even rocking the hoodie today. Oh, so yeah, I know right. I see you on Facebook, like or on Instagram, like a hundred times a day working out. And you got other <laughs> right. people working out right, too. Right, right, right. Pretty cool. So if you want, just go ahead and kind of talk about that a little bit and why that's important to you. Yeah, man. So uh, my brand is called Lifters Only Club. Um, basically, what that is is just a club of lifters. Um, and I define lifters as um, anyone who is putting someone on to a, a higher level. Um, I feel like it. Everyone, um, it's easy to motivate yourself. Uh, but it's a special, it takes great people to motivate others as well. So that's, that's what a lifter is to me. Um, and so that's what, um, that's what it is to be a lifter. And so that's what, that's why it's a club. Cause not everybody is serious about helping others. You know, a lot of people gotcha, are selfish yeah. Um they want to just help themselves. So those great people that are about helping others, that's the lifters only club. For sure. Yeah. And uh, how long have you, uh, how long have you been doing that now? Um, I started in at the end of 2018. Um, I had my first clothing release in September 2019 um, just like a bunch of planning went in before that yeah. um, I do everything myself I started with uh, $350 and uh, we're just making it from there Man, I love that I love seeing like people that like it, it doesn't matter how much you start with just kind of starting from whatever right. someone wants to call the bottom and kind of building that right, up right right 
And um, if you want, go ahead and tell people too. I'm going to do this up front. Where can people find you on social media? And if they're interested in checking this sort of stuff out, where's the best place to go to do that? Yeah, yeah. So my personal is um, T uh, Smith Time T I M E uh, one, and um, my brand page is Lifters Only Club. Just straight out Lifters Only Club. Um, and I'm also got, I've also gotten into photography. Uh, just I shoot my own right, brand. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just shoot my own stuff. Just uh, trying to put my hand in as uh, as much as I can with the brand, be as hand, hands-on as possible. Um, so that is uh, Tariq the Shooter. So T-O-R-I-Q-U-E-T-H-E-S-H-O-O-T-A, Tariq the Shooter. Gotcha, man. And like I said, like I, I see your work ethic. You're always working. And uh, one of the ways that we bonded, um, most people know know me, know that I was a big Kobe Bryant fan. Right. Um, was a big inspiration to me, both right. on and off the court. Right. Um, what did Kobe, and it's kind of hard to sum up in just a few sentences, right. but take as long as you want. What did Kobe uh, mean to you? Um, I know you're like people that can't see this. You're rocking the Lakers hat right oh, now. Yeah, I know it's right, a big right. connection for Always, you. Always, so. man. Um, Kobe, man, he meant really more than words could really explain. Um, from even from a basketball standpoint um, to a life standpoint, um, even after basketball, I took what he his his biggest saying. His biggest saying to me was, "Everything negative, pressure, and challenges uh, gives me an opportunity to rise." And uh, I just take that as with my everyday life. Um, I feel like a lot about life is perception. Um, how you perceive how things happen to you. Um, and so I just try to take everything negative and use it as a stepping stone as something that, that can help me to get better. So that's just something that he takes with, um, that I took from him um, that he don't even know. Um, and that just, that stuck with me throughout my whole life, throughout my, um, as I'm elevating in business, um, as I'm doing everything, it's just everything negative, um, just an opportunity for me to rise. So just trying to take the good with the bad and the yeah, uh, bad with the good. Yeah, that's, it's something that I, I'll be honest with you, like, there were some things, whether it was doing this podcast or doing the show, that I was kind of having some trepidation or fear about. And then, you know, once he passed, and I started going back in and reading just about his work ethic and about his mindset. It, it's helped me a lot, even in just a few weeks. Right. To be like, what? I mean, what am I afraid of? Like, this right. dude was up at like 4 a.m. every right. morning, like right. working out three, four times a day. Yeah. Um, what are some um, different memories or moments of his, and in what ways did he inspire you really growing up? I mean, I know you mentioned that before, but right. I know, like, I did a little research. I know your Skype name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was based on Kobe. Yeah, um, we'll Kobe. get into that in a second. What yeah. were some favorite memories or moments of his that, um, that you man, um Just I think the way he bounced back from those air balls when yeah. um, he was a rookie and he was put onto a big stage and he bounced back. Um, and, and, you know, he was in the playoffs and airballed and everybody was kind of writing him off and and how how hard how how hard he worked when people doubted him is yeah. is the main thing um because you know in life you're gonna have doubters you know um with big dreams um i have really big dreams so you know you're gonna have some people that'll that'll doubt you and stuff like that and just that that tireless that whenever um it gets hard just thinking about oh somebody doubted me so that's yeah. that's the thing and even like um that's just like something that kobe just as that's just him that's kobe you know if you're gonna doubt him i'm gonna show you so yeah that's just that's just what i've taken from him in, to that in totality was that was the moment. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the episode I did a few weeks ago, but that was like the moment that I went back to and remembered the most was being a fan of his, even his rookie year. Yeah. And uh, like those air balls in the playoffs against Utah. Yeah. And I remember my stepmom picking me up from uh, school the next day, and right. she was trolling me when I walked up the car. She had a poster <laughs> board that said, Go Jazz. Like, Come on, man. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's there's so many different memories of Kobe's. Yeah, and, man. Yeah, like, 
he obviously inspired you. You know, I mentioned, uh, you know, you had the Skype name right. kind of based on him. I remember I saw the picture you put up, too, of, like, the, those old uh, Beats head or the yeah. school candies. That yeah, were, I man. always wanted those. I never could get a hold of them. <laughs> so I was actually kind of jealous yeah, of right. those. Yeah, man. He was – ever since I was first born, I was kind of like my first basketball idol. Um, yeah. And then, of course, once you get older, you mature and take things um, outside of the game and yeah. take things from the game and apply it to life um, outside. And um, I was just fortunate enough I've been able to uh, um, apply his tactics to, like, business and to um, – to, to fitness and to working out. I'm actually looking uh, doing my first show, um, bodybuilding show, the Tennessee State Championships, uh, July okay, 25th. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so just that, I've, even if it's not a doubter, I've, I make up a doubter in my head. Um, yeah. And that's every day. You have to, I feel like you have to do that. Yeah. Like. And that's every day, man. It's always somebody doubt me. Even if there's nobody in the world doubt me, somebody's doubting me yeah. to me. So that I just got to sh show them. But more so, I don't even want to prove the doubters wrong, but more so prove my supporters right. You know, the yeah. people who are – uh, my parents, you know, my sisters, um, brothers, you know, everyone who's just been there for me, who's pushed me to be better um, and stuff like that. Just want to prove them right. That's awesome, man. Like um, and we mentioned, you know, the work ethic and you're talking about how he's inspiring you. What are some things is I know a lot of people, whether it's fitness or, or being successful or whatever, you talk about being an entrepreneur. Um, it's hard to know where to start sometimes. Right. So if, if you don't mind, just give kind of examples of some things you do on a daily basis and simple places people can start to kind of get better, whether it be, like I said, working out or, right. or anything. In terms of getting better and like in what aspect? Any scenario, if someone's wanting to go to the gym, what are some simple things or mindsets they can have to kind of get started? Okay. Um, like, for example, like I, for a long time, like I'm so competitive, like – I'll go to the gym two or three days, like I, that workout plan you gave me. And if, right. I, if I don't see results right away, like I'll get mad. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right. man, I want to lose like 20 pounds like today. But yeah. like, there's some simple things people can do to sort of just stay on track. Yeah, man. And a, um, a biggest thing is just to enjoy the process, man. That's that's what that's another thing that Kobe, um, yeah. he's been saying that he has said is just enjoy the journey, man. And yeah. and and every day is what. I get up with a new fire um, just because to see, like, what can I do today to make myself better? So once you, I feel like once you're – instead of looking at the long haul, um, of course you have that goal, that big goal, say, oh, I want to lose 100 pounds, or I want to be the biggest self – or the biggest business in Tennessee, or I want to yeah. be, you know, I want to have people wearing my clothes around the world, et cetera. But, you know, you just start with that process. You just stay and you just fall in love with the process eventually. Um, it's like myself, man, I, I love it, everything from – from mocking up the shirts to designing to to packaging to having people wear it to promo on it to pictures everything it's just that process and that's with everything with fitness i enjoy waking up and seeing my body grow seeing how i yeah. can change it manipulate it um so i think just enjoy that just enjoying that process and knowing that it's going to be a long road it's going to be ups and downs and just taking the good with the bad and goes back yeah. to again pressures and challenges it's just an opportunity to rise I'm glad that you mentioned that connection with Kobe again because I remember reading that recently. He was talking about he just fell in love with all, like, the little stuff yeah. that no one else wanted to do. Right. He's like, well, that's the stuff people don't want to do. I'm going to yeah. love all that. Like, so that's what I want to do, man. Part. I wanted to learn how to how to do photography so I can take my own yeah. stuff. I wanted to learn how to design so I can do my own, so I can do my own, everything. So I feel like once you, once you fall in love with the process, I feel like it just goes – smoother it goes it's easier it's it and success begins to happen once once you fall in love and just know that it's going to be centered around hard work for sure for sure we'll we'll kind of wrap up on this um you mentioned the stuff coming up in july but what are some other things that uh you're working on right now or places i know you mentioned your social media and stuff yeah, yeah places yeah. people can find you where you're going to be at yeah man um so i just did a um i just had a drop uh this past saturday man and it's pretty much completely sold out um it's a couple of things left on there um liftersonlyclub.com um 
I'm everywhere, man. Just trying to, yeah. I'm personal training in the Tri-Cities area I have online. Um, if any online clients, um, just trying to help as many people, man. That's my main goal is to help people. That's the motto of my brand is elevate unselfishly. Um, it's just to help as many people as I can. Um, uh, after, cause after I'm gone, man, I want to be able to, to know that I have imprinted my hand on people's lives, just to how Kobe has done mine. For sure, man. For sure. Well, I, I was gonna say, man, I appreciate you being on. I appreciate you. By the way, I don't know if I ever got to formally thank you for turning me on, like the acting. Scene, yeah, man. No problem. Yeah. No problem. We're trying to. Everybody trying to. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Everybody, all gas. All gas. I do. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. But again, yeah, thanks for being on the show today, and uh, hopefully we can uh, work together again soon. Yeah, man. I'm down for sure. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. Make sure y'all go check him out on Instagram and everywhere else. Slippersonlyclub.com. Oh yeah, sure. holla at me. Holla at me. <laughs> Yes, thank you again to Tariq Smith for appearing on the show this week, even though my interview, uh, my interviewing skills were a bit clunky during that one. I do appreciate him being on, and um, I'm really excited about what he's working on. Again, liftersonlyclub.com if you want to check out some of the stuff he's doing and some of the merchandise that he has. Uh, that's definitely a cool thing. And speaking of a cool thing, you know, I had mentioned this at the start of the show in that cold open, and this isn't going to be a terribly long episode. Um, because there's some really exciting things going forward, and I, I know I I know I've always in the past uh, kind of overpromised and underdelivered, but these are legitimate things, so I'm going to talk about them. But first, I want to say, um, right here at this point in the podcast was supposed to be a long interview with Alexis Clayton. You heard me mention that up front. Now, she is a she's been on the show before. Um, she has we have worked together on a number of different things. But the thing that we're working on going forward, mainly I should say, again, that she's working on is she has a podcast coming out and it's mainly going to focus on emotional and mental health. And it's going to be heavy, a really heavy message of self-love and, and taking care of yourself now as I make a bunch of noise with my microphone here. But yeah, uh, emotional, and mental health, heavy message of self-love. And her goal with this is going to be to make people feel good and spread happiness, genuine self-love. That's kind of her purpose and her idea behind doing all this. And her first episode, uh, the podcast is going to be called The Dream Bazaar Podcast. It's going to be out on March 5th, so about a week from when I'm uploading this. She's going to be recording the first episode um, Sunday, March 1st, and give her a few days to edit it and everything. But her first episode is going to feature Rowan Young. Rowan Young, very funny comedian out of the Knoxville area, but she's also... She's just a great person. If you've ever, for anyone that knows Rowan or doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if you ever spend time around Rowan, um, much like Alexis, you're just going to, your spirit's going to feel better. You're going to be at a different energy. And I think those two together talking about this topic, because they are, they're very, they're both very funny and they're both very personable and friendly, but they also are not afraid to let you know that like, Hey, here's where our emotions, there's where my mentality's at right now. And I'm excited to have them or hear them uh, navigate through that sort of stuff. And so that's going to be wonderful. So, again, that's the Dream Bazaar podcast. It's going to be up on March 5th. Definitely check that out. If you want to kind of see beforehand on Instagram, you can see at the Dream Bazaar. That's, of course, B-I-Z-A-R-R-E. And then you can follow Alexis at Alexis Isn't Even Funny on Instagram. I've always liked that name. So that's what she's working on. And again, you can follow her on Instagram and do all that stuff. And and she'll be back on the podcast again soon. We'll get the audio issues fixed. And I'm excited to sit down with her again and talk about the different things that she's working on. Um, as far as things that I'm working on and that the show is working on, 
the the podcast in particular are kind of focused on that right now. There are three things, and some of you probably saw on Facebook and Instagram. I've, I posted about this, but if you didn't, you know, here we go. So the first thing is I had been considering for a while. If you're a longtime listener, you've heard a few of these, but I've considered doing uh, reviews of old wrestling pay-per-views, old events, not just WWE, but you know, WCW. Um, but I'm also going to focus on, you know, anytime the WWE does a new pay-per-view, for example, they've got, I don't even think they call them pay-per-views anymore because they're uh, on the WWE network. So they're called like network events or whatever. But anyway, uh, none of that matters. Uh, the current ones that come out, I'll watch and review those, but also big wrestling nerd and fan growing up. I want to go back and kind of talk about and review uh, some of the different shows that most people <clears throat> Uh, that are from the area that I'm from, you know, East Tennessee, they probably know this, but, you know, this has always been kind of a, a fun area for wrestling. Uh, a lot of different promotions come through here all the time. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, when Steve Austin was with WCW, his last ever appearance in WCW was at a house show in Johnson City. So it's kind of funny. Uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling used to perform in Johnson City all the time. WCW's been through here. I saw a WCW show when I was little at Freedom Hall and Johnson City. And so the first eight uh, pay-per-views um, I have lined up, the first one's going to be coming out uh, this upcoming Monday, uh, which is uh, March 2nd. And that will be recapping the WWE uh, Super Showdown uh, event that's in Saudi Arabia. And um, tentatively, I'm also wanting to watch and review uh, AEW, uh, their event this weekend, Revolution. I'm really excited about that, and so kind of got some some brand or some warfare going on again. It's been a while since WWE's had legitimate competition, and that's up for debate whether AEW is legitimate. But I'm going to treat them as if they are, and then uh, so we've got that on the on Monday the second. On Monday the ninth, um, there's actually another WWE pay per view network event, whatever. Uh, the Elimination Chamber, because uh, they've got this deal with Saudi Arabia where they have to do, I think it's like two big shows a year. And so the turnaround on that's really weird. So I'll have uh, two brand new WWE pay-per-views, network events, whatever you want to call them, to review. And then we'll kind of go into the classics. Uh, so I've got some ones that are kind of obscure that I'm really excited about and some class, uh, excuse me, classic pay-per-views that were uh, really big and really important in the landscape of wrestling. So that's going to be something going forward every Monday. Uh, that you can look forward to, and there's different projects I'm going to work on as well. The uh, the the second thing uh, that I wanted to announce was that, um, even though I kind of did it in a different order uh, when I posted on Facebook, but the second thing that I wanted to announce was that I do have a uh, podcast, and also for the talk show, but um, um, do have a co-host going forward. And it just dawned on me this is how this is how like not with it I am at the moment. The there, there were three announcements that I was going to make, and I made them and on social media. And the first one was that there was a new podcast episode coming out, and it's this episode. So it's like I was there for a second. I was kind of like, wait a minute. I think I feel like I'm forgetting something, and you probably noticed that I was kind of stumbling. I was going to skip ahead, you know. But it's this. I don't have to advertise this because I'm already talking into the microphone now. Promote like I'm already doing that. So I already made that announcement and then the wrestling one and the third one <laughs> was about the co-host and am I going to reveal who the co-host is on this episode no I'm not but if you're <laughs> if you've been 
if you were at the last um, <clears throat> the last late night talk show that I did in Johnson City, you probably know who the co-host is or is going to be. But um, I'm excited about it. This is uh, and uh, for longtime listeners, I have to say that um, I tried the co-host thing before. Um, let's just say that first of all, let's agree it obviously didn't work because I've never had an official co-host. I somewhere out there in the cloud, there's an hour and a half podcast episode with me and a co-host that you'll never hear. Um, because that's the whole can of worms I don't want to open. But let's just say that I learned my lesson and the reason that that didn't work out, you don't need to know why that didn't work out, but, um, it didn't work out. Those close to me know why it didn't work out. Um, there's certain things like oil and water that just don't mix. And I tried to mix a concoction of things that shouldn't have been mixed. And it was a mistake. And it uh, affected not just the podcast, but other things in my life. And it's fine. We're going to move on. That was December of 2017. Uh, a lot has happened since then. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot has changed since then. You'd think as much water as I've been drinking lately. I wouldn't be this flimmy, but whatever. Um, I'm really, and it's bothersome to me because I was listening to, and I want to promote this as well. I was listening to Alec, my friend Alex Osborne's podcast, the What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast, which, by the way, uh, this upcoming Friday, uh, so the day after I'm uploading this, if you go find him on Apple Podcasts and Podbean or wherever you find your podcast at, the episode that he has going up Friday has me as his co host, which is exciting. Because uh, his partner, Jacob, was out, was really sick. And so, again, get well soon, Jacob. I mentioned it on y'all's podcast. I'm saying it on mine. But I um, I had such a good time doing Alex's. But the episode before, <laughs> uh, I was listening to, and he was doing it solo. And I know how weird it is to do a podcast solo, especially when, you, like, I'm sure for him, like, it's crazy because you're used to having a partner and you find yourself talking for over an hour to staring at the wall like that's crazy but he kept clearing his throat because he had had ice cream before the show and i have this weird thing that whenever i hear someone flimmy or clear their throat it makes me feel the same way so if you're hearing that sort of scratch in my voice right now and it's making you angry i do apologize it wasn't my intention but um yeah so i have a new co-host going forward if you're following me on social media at that's nate cox on instagram you know at the nate show on facebook you can um you can find out here very shortly who that uh co-host is but i think this person is going to offer a lot of um a lot of good insight a lot of good banter to the show and um, i'm excited about it going forward and again i've learned the lesson and this is a really good working relationship with this person and i have and so i make sure i don't make the same mistakes Fleetwood Mac never go back again um, I can't sing that song because I don't want to get in licensed copyright trouble but um you know there are some things going forward that are um that are there's some things that are happening with the podcast and with the late night show that are really about to break um and I'm very very happy about that but I want to keep some of that low-key because I don't want to talk about it I just want to be about it even though I spent the last 10 minutes or so promoting things I'd rather let the rest sort of um, take care of itself and kind of stay working and stay busy. Um, I've been doing less and less stand-up 
um, over the last few months and just did a show this past Saturday for the United Way of Washington County, which was a lot of fun. I will say I wish I had been better prepared. Uh, that's on me. I've just not been doing stand-up and working enough to like stay in that rhythm. And so we, there is an open mic uh, this Friday at JRH Brewing. You've heard me talk about it before. I'll be up doing that, trying to get a little work in and, and that sort of thing. And um, not really been doing as much acting lately. That was something Tariq and I were talking about. But um, it's it's something that I enjoy doing. It's just one of those things where it's like the the time and the effort that's going to have to go into that. Those are things uh, I need to be putting that effort into this. Um, working on getting some different equipment to make. Um, like the exact reason why the Alexis audio didn't work. Like making sure that those sort of issues never happen again. I've got a nice little microphone set up here. The one I'm talking into is going to stay here. I'm not going to try to transport it. Uh, this cord that's plugged into, I'm going to take good care of. Uh, so, you know, the quality of this going forward is going to be a lot better. As far as the late night talk show goes, um, there were some issues. Matter of fact, the night that I'm recording this, I would have been doing the show on this night. But, you know, it is what it is. And um, we're going to make sure that we make that a really good experience for the Tri-Cities and surrounding areas to, to highlight some of real talent and some fun things and uh you know that's really I, I do know that march 13th for me is going to be a pretty big deal there are two different things that are going on that i'm very uh, excited about i know that uh rush wrestling is opening their first night on friday the 13th friday the 13th is the name of their event if you want to go find that on uh on facebook so uh, that's going to be a show done by Outlander Media. Or I know that, that some of the people that I know from Outlander Media are working on that, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, wrestling legend and stand-up comedian uh, Mick Foley will be here in the Tri-Cities on the 13th, so I kind of have to make a decision which wrestling-related thing do I want to go to. Um, I think that I know because there is an angle that I'm working um with the one that I just mentioned that, uh, again, I don't want to talk about it be about it. I don't want to overpromise. So stay tuned for that. And, um, yeah, so there's some, several things. I think March, March is going to be a really big month for the podcast, for the late night show. And just, um, just my life in general, I'm really happy about uh, the way things are going. Uh, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, it's, uh, yeah, it can be kind of, uh, frustrating and annoying because it's like there's no end in sight you're just constantly but it's like when you can really see those tires dig into the ground and start gaining some traction that's uh what's really exciting and it it just dawned on me how sort of old school of a nate show podcast episode this is even with the interview at the front end of it because i used to just get on this microphone uh with no notes really and just and just talk um you know, it, it, it it's funny, all of those uh, we're talking about, or, you know, being in the middle of things in life, just sitting here, um, talking in the microphone, kind of looking at the wall, look at my, looking at my collection of Michael Jordan Funko Pop figurines here, <laughs> uh, has brought forth a weird uh, range of emotions to just how often I've done this. And one of the reasons that I wanted to get into interviews is because one I love talking to people I love getting to know people and seeing what they're good at and what their inspirations are and all that but I um it's uh it was 
also done to sort of get away from just to get on here and ramble and use this microphone as sort of a, a means of therapy. But that is kind of what I've transitioned into um, to doing. Now, I was looking around the room just now. I want to say in addition to, I should have mentioned this before, in addition to the wrestling stuff, um, we'll definitely continue the interview series. As a matter of fact, we've rescheduled multiple times. And again, that's on me. That's my fault. This isn't this person's fault. But Savannah Kilgore will be on the Nate Show podcast. She will be next Thursday's episode. We'll be an interview with her and may talk about some other things as well. It may be kind of like this one where it's the interview with her and then, you know, maybe me solo, uh, maybe myself and the co-host will finally, it may be the, our first official episode. Don't know for sure yet. But um, yeah, some things are some things are cooking, and you know, I thought that um, this I'll sort of wrap up with this here in a second. But like, I thought honestly, speaking of using the microphone as therapy, I thought that getting into rec league basketball would kind of mellow me out a little bit. I thought, well, that can be my therapy. I go play ball and release whatever it is, and then get on here and sort of be normal. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I think it was kind of, I think it's kind of gone the other way. I think that playing ball again has sort of reignited that competitive nature and that sort of fire, but it's been a good thing, um, because it's made me more focused on things I'm doing with the show and it's allowing me to use that mindset, you know, Tariq and I, and you heard the episode probably a few weeks ago talking about Kobe Bryant. And I, I want to say this, um, that I understand if you're someone out there that uh, maybe you don't like uh, Kobe or you don't like, um, you know, some of the sketchy things that were in his past. And I don't, I don't mean to downplay that, but, you know, I can't speak to what happened or didn't happen. My thought is in 2003 in Colorado, there were two people in that hotel room. Those are the only two people that actually know what happened. The justice system um, is what it is. Um, I want to say, um, and hopefully this doesn't get me in too much trouble, but I think that if we're going to assume either way, I, I can't assume that he's innocent or guilty. I, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I know, I see the body of work after that. Um, I see the the man he turned into after that. Um, I, and most honest, I mean, honestly, most of my inspiration from him comes from basketball and his mindset and his work ethic so that's to say nothing of the man he was I can't speak to being a father um unfortunately based on a situation that happened in the past we won't get into that speaking of therapy anyway um I probably should cut some of this out but I'm not going to I don't care so what I was going to say was whatever your views on that are um if we're going to just assume that the justice system got it wrong and that he was found innocent and shouldn't have been if we're going to apply that to him, let's apply it to everyone else. So I better not hear, if you're one of those people, you better not be listening to a single Michael Jackson song. Um, there are multiple, you better not ever, and most people are good about this now, but like I better, you better never be playing an R. Kelly song. Um, you better never be supporting anything that uh, had Mike Tyson in it. Um, because he had some similar things in his past. Um, I know that he, I know that Harvey Weinstein was just found guilty on some of the charges, not all of them, but you better never watch a movie with the Weinstein company as the production company of it. So if we're going to be 
if we're just going to apply those blankets to everything, then let's apply it to everything. And it's really apply it to everything. And then just, you know, that we can't enjoy anything. Um, so I will say that um, as far as I'm going to continue to be inspired by Kobe and his work ethic and the legacy that he left, that's just me. Probably not the way that um, I wanted to end this episode, but, you know, you get me rambling for about 20 minutes. You know, it kind of is what it is. But um, I've uh, I've enjoyed doing this. I do feel better for those of you that are asking. And again, Savannah Kilgore uh, next week. I'm excited to have her on the show. I have podcasts or excuse me, the co-host on the podcast uh, should be starting next week and going forward. Uh, so uh, March 11th will be the next uh, The Late Nate show. And then, because we had kind of had to reschedule, I think we are going to do one the 11th anyway. And then, yeah, either I'll be, either be at Rush Wrestling on the 13th or I'll uh, be at the Mick Foley thing. Uh, Mondays going forward, wrestling pay-per-view reviews. So excited about that. So again, you know, I say it all the time. You could have been anywhere in the world. You're here with me. I appreciate that. Make sure you're following along on social media at That's Nate Cox, The Nate Show on uh, Facebook. And I hope to have you back next time. But if not, I get it.